Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. At the meeting of the clan leaders, the Coterie isolated the clan's bodyguards. With two Tremere alone, Evangeline convinced a swarm of mosquitoes to feed on them to acquire their blood. Doris fled when she mistook them for her former tormentors, and Val attacked them in retaliation for frightening Doris. Everett assured the clan leaders that he has a plan to keep the town running. But how will the Pyramid respond to the deputy's hostility? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. The council meeting is about to come to an end. Which, those of you in a very particular classroom may not know. You have two Tremere who are being held under threat of physical violence. Doris is running away outside the window saying something along the lines of, I have something you want or whatever, but you didn't really hear that because you were dealing with death threats. And now the swarm of ghouled mosquitoes have descended upon Evangeline <laughs> and are sitting upon her shoulders like two terrifying crawling epaulets. <laughs> what do you do? <clears throat> Val looks over at Evangeline. They were threatening Officer Barbara. Did you Did you see that? They were. I, of course I saw that. I was just outside the window and I saw that. That's some fucking dog shit. That's <laughs> the one you're holding on to, Val. I'm not taking a fucking dive for you. You came in here. What the fuck are your goddamn mosquitoes? This was, is, I don't know what's going on. Listen, this one looks fucking hungry. The Tremere says, pointing at Val and says, we could fucking blast you into unconsciousness and then we can sort this out or we can all just fucking walk away. If you blast me into torpor, then you're attacking another officer. Yeah, if you attack me first, then it's going to come down to whose clan leaders liked more. And I'm willing to bet that fucking the prince likes Dylan Zane a lot more than he likes your fucking share of dog shit. Should we roll for this? <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> yes. 
That they are they are not in a position of strength here outside of threat and political power. So if you're looking for them to like solve this problem for you, that's not gonna happen. That's fine. I was just trying to give us a reason that I came in here and beat them up. Oh no, listen, yeah, that's you're all doing I got. a very reasonable job. That's of all that. I have. I just have to play <laughs> no, the other people in no, the room. Yeah, yeah. uh, Evangeline will interject. She's like, look, we don't have any problem with you two specifically. You just need to leave Doris alone. I know there's a history there, but just stop threatening her. Stop, you know, like looking at her intensely because she's got that history and you know what you're doing. All right. Well, listen, you fucking blood thief. Squish your goddamn mosquitoes. Oh, my mosquitoes. They are clearly your mosquitoes. They swarmed in here unnaturally. They bit us both, and now they're on your shoulders like they're some part of your fucking coat. Yeah, I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> well, let's roll for that shit. <laughs> uh, you're minus three to your deception pool, because this lie is insane. Um, This is play dumb, right? Yeah, I'll give you dumb. <laughs> I, I will give you the dumb points on this. So, uh, uh, manipulation or charisma, what can I use? Your dealer's choice. Okay, so charisma, subterfuge, play dumb, and then minus three. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Uh, two successes. Not bad for minus three. Yeah. All right, they rolled six successes. So the, oh. the speaker of these two is very aware of like, clearly you've got some kind of plan that involves taking our blood and then trying to pin something on the Tremere. So here's the deal. Crush the goddamn mosquitoes, walk away, and we'll just, I don't know, call bygones be, go be bygones. I'm not, I'm not crushing them. That's animal cruelty. Can I roll to see if this is oh. a real deal? Is this yes, a you sincere? can roll to see if this is a real deal. Please. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can roll. Uh, uh, fuck, uh, fuck, what do you think to me? What do you want me to um, do? I don't even know. I would take intelligence or wits, whether uh -huh. you're thinking about it logically or trying to trust your gut. And then I would accept streetwise if you're trying to read emotion or awareness if you're looking for cues about whether or not it's a lie. Can I get my kindred bonus on streetwise? Yes. Okay. Please don't fucking... I have so much hunger. <laughs> I'm so hungry on top yeah. of this. Um, two successes. Two successes. They are not going to let this go if you don't crush the mosquitoes. That is true. They're not going to let their blood just walk into this. They're blood sorcerers. So that's like a professional paranoia thing. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they'll let bygones be bygones. I mean, realistically, I can't think you can imagine a world where the pyramid won't take this personally. But you can't tell with that number of successes whether they will bounce it up the chain or what will happen. You don't know if it's true or not. Right. Yeah. Val's oh, going to walk over to Evangeline and just... Put hands on shoulders. That's all I have. Okay, can you roll me? <laughs> oh no! A dexterity look, and brawl. Yeah. Oh, just thousands of Mother. like intelligent beings. Mother, why? Yeah. Why? They have personalities. Wait. It's like order sixty-eight or whatever it is. <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. Order sixty-six. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Some Star Wars thing. Uh, oh, yeah. That <laughs> Tom one. would get it and be more accurate than me. <laughs> it was 66. You were okay. <clears throat> Four successes. Four successes. 
you manage to get two-thirds of the mosquitoes, but the rest buzz immediately for the window, making a break for it. All right. I'm 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 just going to turn to the Tremere that I already beat up and take my hands and smear them down the front of her shirt to get oh, all the blood no. off. I'm so sorry. And you just hear this the swarm say, we will have vengeance on the dead. I'm so sorry. And they fly out and no. into the night. And Evangeline Brick fucking... runs to the window and like, obviously it's like buzzing, but she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want this. Now we're fucking even stay the fuck away from Doris. For the record, we were standing in a goddamn room that you came into. Doris just yelled she had something for us and ran away. It seems like she's looking for attention. Sure. <laughs> and at that point, the clan leaders leave the council meeting out front and are waiting for the bodyguards to come out. They come out of the rest of the room. Do you just allow these two Tremere to leave this one? <laughs> yep. What else are we going to do? <laughs> and two blood smeared and injured Tremere walk out of that bodyguard room and meet Dylan Zane in the front hall. Dylan is the last leader to leave, but you can see the rest of them still climbing into their vehicles. You can't do anything untoward, Sheriff. But he meets you in the front hall and he just says, hmm. All right. And he points to his bodyguard and he points to you and says, we'll be seeing you around. Yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, me too. Me too. All right. You have a good one. Have yeah. a good one. The nice thing about tomorrow is it comes real soon. Yeah, leave. Just another brick in the pyramid. Uh, and he just leads his bodyguards out and they all drive away. What the hell happened? Where's Doris? <laughs> Doris, are you coming back? I imagine if no one's chasing you. Okay, Doris climbs back in through a window and rejoins the group in the, the front of the lobby. There is no one else present in the building anymore. Uh, I take it. It uh, didn't work out tonight. Is that about right? Evangeline just having heard the death cries of like a couple thousand mosquitoes as they died. It's just like, they're never gonna, they're never gonna trust me again. They're, they're gonna come back. I, this isn't what I wanted. I saw their faces. I saw their faces in the room. <laughs> Val, please. I'm, I'm fucking sorry, Sheriff. Give me something Shit. here. <laughs> Got two traumatized officers, is that right? Uh, yeah. And I might have did. I hurt one of the Tremere. <sighs> Tried to patch it over, but fucking now they're just madder at us. What, was... what do they know? What do they know? What are they going to tell Dylan Zane? They know that Clark controlled mosquitoes. The whole reason we did that <laughs> batshit plan was yep. to not have to even be in the room. And yet two of my officers leave that room and they know you control insects now. I guess blood sorcerers are really good at telling where blood is going. I got to make a phone call. <laughs> Who are you calling? Dr. Kate Holloway. Okay. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, you step into the gymnasium and call Dr. Kate. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. How you doing? It's Gorbong. Hi, Sheriff Fry. Looking to speak to Dr. Holloway. Oh, just a sec. I'll page her. Thanks. <laughs> and Gorbong just sets the 
the phone down on the desk, not really understanding how to put someone on hold. And you just hear, paging Dr. Holloway, big important vampire, want to talk with you? Just like, Pick up phone, doctor. Like holding the yeah, phone so away from loud. his head. It's like, so loud. Are they just yelling in the hospital? Yeah, you could see very likely there is a phone on either side of Gorbong's head. Pangy Holloway, pick up phone. Thank you. Okay, you can talk to the other guy now. And she, you can tell that your oh phone is being held against another phone <laughs> for you to talk to each other. Hi, uh, Dr. Holloway. Yeah, how are you doing? Phones have to be put away and put back together in a different organization so they don't feedback loop. Uh, I need to speak with you uh, privately. Is this call secure? As secure as anything in the hospital. Would you tap this phone line? (laughs) (laughs) A different way. Uh, Only if I could put my deafest officer on it. Um... Look, I got a question for you about the uh, the ghouling uh, process for New Haven. The ghouling blood that you you send out. Okay. Do you uh, organize that by individual or by clan? Yeah. All right, I need to pay pay you a visit. Okay, come on down. Oh, God, <laughs> Gorbong, hang up. He's coming. Okay, this is going to be a nice visit. Bye. Hang up phone. No. <laughs> I come back out, uh, and I say, um, I'm, uh, I'm just going to see if I can take Tremere blood from the ghoul and supply at uh, New Haven Hospital. It's probably going to be tracked. I'm probably going to get noticed, and Dr. Holloway will probably hate that I'm taking blood from a town that is already pretty, pretty tight on blood. We only just recently resolved that, and just barely. Really didn't want to have to do it this way. So, hopefully that tackles our blood requirement. I need you two to get yourselves together. Or have you taken a minute? Are you all 100% you? Is this a, is this a beast fi- situation? No. Uh, no, it's fine. I. Doris, Just, you're here? I'm, I'm here. I don't know why I saw their faces. I don't know why. Whose faces? You saw someone else and they transformed? Was it a disguise? I don't... I don't know. I just... I saw the faces of two people of when I was in the box. Was it... It might have been a beast thing. I don't know. All right, look. But then I saw them again and they were fine. Officer Miller, I'm sorry. This is going to seem like a punishment on you, but it's your role. These two need therapy. Uh, uh, I'm ordering three sessions for each of you. I'm sorry. I need therapy with a person who just killed thousands of mosquitoes that were communicating with me. It's Officer Miller or the town therapist who we held in place and tortured in our station. (laughs) I didn't torture her. We. Fine. Yeah. I look okay. forward to, uh, um, but I'm going to need some ghoul blood for Teddy. I guess I'll pick you up some. Thanks. I look forward to talking to you, Val. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking great. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to of course at our $25 level getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So, if you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. See, we're all forced to deal with the various challenges of this evening. Everett, you have to collect blood. Evangeline and Doris, you both have to have your first therapy session. It's all the fucking time we have. Oh, fuck. With therapist Miller. So you three head back to the station, and Everett, you head to the hospital. <clears throat> therapist Miller, which of your patients would you like to see first? Val is going to stall as long as possible to find, like, finding a place to talk to everybody because the basement is now off limits. So now it's just... It's the evidence locker. It's, oh. <laughs> the evidence locker, like, puttering around in there to try and stall for as long as possible, but... <laughs> With both of them standing outside the door yeah, waiting. Yeah, just hearing, like, of her moving things around the room. It's, like, only four <laughs> things in the room, but she's just removing them over and over again. What the fuck's going on out here? Barty says to Evangeline and Doris. Doris is clutching one of her cats. Therapy. Okay, Val comes out. <laughs> Bully, pick a number between one and five. <laughs> Three. Seven. Two. <laughs> between Fuck. one and five. What the fuck, Barty? I don't know. I came out here to find out what's going on. You told everybody to pick a number. Clark wins. It was five. Ah, oh, Fuck. Fine. Barty goes back to his office. He lost the number game. <laughs> Doris, did go wait somewhere, I guess. All right. Holding a cat. Holding a cat. Do you want to go up to your attic? Do you want to sit at your desk? Yeah. Where, um, where do you want to go? No, she's going to go back up to the attic and say, if you'd like to have our therapy session in a more comfortable place, you know where I am. Great. Evangeline, you come into the evidence locker. What does it look like now, Val? <laughs> What is even in there? The evidence locker is full of like metal shelves full of evidence from various cases with labels. Some of them are weapons. There's evidence bags. There's crates. There's boxes. There's all that kind of stuff. Originally spread throughout in an organized pattern that made it easy to look for specifically what one was looking for. But there's no seating area or anything like right. that. So what does it look like now? Oh, yeah. Okay. So then it is 
Like, uh, there's a handful of things that have just been knocked off the shelves and just left there. But then also the biggest things, like probably a crate and then maybe something that was a bin that holds stuff are now two seats <laughs> yeah, so in you, the middle. Yeah, so you have a crate of VH. Yep. And oh, you yeah. have a bin filled with dud hand grenades. Perfect. That have been claimed over time, but don't work. Mm -hmm. uh, you are sitting on those in the middle of a space where all of the evidence shelves have been shoved against the walls. The mm -hmm. only thing that is still clearly available are the weapons lockers that are in here because Perfect. Val wouldn't cover those for yeah. any amount of money. Evangeline starts to make for the the crate with the VH and then realizes if any of these hand grenades aren't duds and go off, like it's not going to make a difference if she's sitting on it or next to it. <laughs> Fair enough. They have been in here for months on end. You're, yeah. you're pretty confident in them. I just moved them. They didn't go off. It's fine. It's all fine. So you'll sit down. Val pulls out a crumpled piece of paper that is like <laughs> the checkoff therapy sessions and has scribbled on the bottom like Clark and Doris with yep. little check boxes. So she could check it off and they can initial it. And she's like, here, initial this. Done. Evangeline takes it, initials it, hands it back. Okay, what the fuck you want to talk about? Oh, I thought, I thought that was it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to just sit here for 30 minutes, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So you both sit there in silence. Val, you're relatively comfortable. Mm -hmm. Evangeline, though, you are full of feelings and emotions and anger. And we need to find mm. out if you're capable of holding that anger in for 30 minutes. Given to go that take it's like it directed at Yes, 100% Val is the problem. Can you roll me <laughs> a resolve and composure? Oh, God. And Val, can you roll me a oh, dexterity man. and brawl? Would I have been able to eat before this or no? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Here's the thing. Oh. You theoretically might have been able to. I was very distracted. The question is, yeah. would you have? I'm almost feeling like the moment that I start to feel weird, I'm like, I am very hungry as we sit here in silence. During the break, yeah, I'll say during the silence, you could go get a drink and come back. I'll be like, hold on a minute and then leave. And go drink a lot of blood. Like, probably Barty's office just being like... <laughs> <laughs> He's next to you just smoking cigarettes and looking at the floor. And then Val's like... <sighs> <sighs> Almost says something to Barty. Like, gives him a look and then is just like... Fuck all of this. And walks back in there. Okay, now I can be a little less now what do you like now i need dexterity and brawl this is not actually for you to fight i'm just setting a difficulty based on uh evangeline's memory of the mm. attack you made on the swarm mm -hmm. so you can't get a bestial failure on this one so don't worry about it or a messy successy uh one two three four five evangeline what did you get three you can't quite hold it in. You don't have to say everything because mm -hmm. you were close to the goal of staying quiet, yeah. but you're going to have to have at least one verbal exchange here just because mm -hmm. you can't hold back saying something. Val, you can't, you can't just, you can't just make decisions that hurt me with no consultation. You have any idea what you did in there? 
murdered a bunch of animals. Yeah. Yep. And I felt it. Just don't fucking do that. Please. I Fuck, I know things are fucking hard, but God, just think for a second. Yeah. Clark, I'm sorry I did that. Evangeline's a little taken aback <laughs> by that. Like, I don't know if she was really expecting that to come out. Um, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm sorry I made a split decision when I think about those things and I'm in those situations. I'm weighing your safety, the department's safety, and a bunch of animals we just met. And I... <laughs> Split the difference. So I didn't do it to fucking hurt you. Sorry. Okay. I... I can understand how you would come to that decision from your perspective. Uh-huh. And in the future, if you have a good idea or you want to tell me to do something, fucking speak up. But there wasn't any other choices or ideas in the air, so I did what I had yeah, to. That, yeah, no, I get it. I couldn't think of anything fast enough, and I fucked it up, and yeah, no, Clark. I... Clark. Clark, didn't fuck it up. <sighs> Doris got scared. I saw her, and it fucking lit me up. So I didn't mean to do what I did either, so... It's not all on you, and it's not your fault. You had a good idea, and we fucking tried, and it didn't go well, and that happens. Okay. Okay. Thanks for staying. We fucking need you. Yeah, sure. You don't... You think I'm fucking lying about that? No, no, no. Sorry. It, it's just... I really have a choice but to stay, so... You Sorry, have... there's just a lot of lot, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and just ugh, I'm just trying to keep it all straight in my head. Once we get stuff squared, we get another prince in position. Then you can decide if you want to fucking leave, and you'll have a blessing. And if that's a decision yep. you make, that's fine. But you're smart and capable, and we appreciate having you here. Look, you do shit that no one else can do. I can't do shit you can, so. And I can't do stuff you can do. Well. So. I'm sorry I murdered your animal friends. Thank, thank you. Thank you. You want to talk about anything else? No. All right, I got to go on a fucking attic. <laughs> do you. Do you need, like, do you need me to stand outside or something, like, just in case? In case what? I I don't know if you recall, but <laughs> you and Doris haven't always had the best time talking about stuff and it ending terribly well. I'm... Yeah, that's true. Do you want to come with? 
I mean, I can put like earplugs in and stuff, so it's all like confidential, but I Val can't show you this piece of paper. This look fucking confidential to you. No, I just mean like if Doris doesn't want to talk to you in front of me, I'll just, you know, I can be like out of it, but I can still, I can't read lips or anything. So I can just like watch. And if, you know, I see the beasts coming out, <laughs> I can, sure, I can do something maybe. Sure. Fine. Val gets up and walks out. We're going up to the attic. Great. Yay. You're going up to the attic. You, you both arrive. Doris, what are you up to in your attic? Um, feeding the cats. Doris is feeding the cats. Hey, come in, buy a piece of paper. Here, Doris, put your initials there. Oh, she licks her thumb and, and puts it on the paper. Deepest sigh <laughs> and just with her little pen circles the like wet spot on the paper and points and writes Doris's <laughs> signature. All right, where, do, where the fuck do you want to sit? And she kind of um, gesticulates to the room, which is like a pile of pillows and the jerky trunk. And I can't remember if I ever established I had a bed. You have a desk. You have mm. not established a bed. Uh, I think you established a beanbag chair at one oh, point. Oh, yeah, you have great. your coffin. Oh, and the coffin that you'll have to have by default. Right, right, the coffin, yes. Okay, I think um, she will sit on the jerky trunk and gesticulate towards the beanbag. Perfect. <laughs> Clark wants to sit in. Is that okay? Uh, Evangeline has on like the firearm hearing protection and just like points to it and then... I figure you don't give a shit up, if she like, listens, I can't right? Hear. Well, yeah. Uh, um, Doris is like... Oh, is this how therapy works? Wait, I think I might have a pair of those lying around here. <laughs> and no, she's like hunting around for earplugs. I don't know what you're saying. Is it a meditation I can't hear thing? anything. This is great. So you can just talk openly and I oh, won't I'm be able to hear you. I'm taking those off of her head. Is it a mind I'm taking thing? those off of her. <laughs> what? Just, uh, st I am. I've never done therapy before. Is it a group exercise? No, I'm just here in case either one of you tries to attack the other. Why would I attack Val? <laughs> I think maybe it's more likely that Val might attack you. That has happened, yes. So I, I'm just going to put the headphones on so you can talk Clark, freely. Clark, just fucking leave them off. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay, Doris? Well, the more the merrier, I think, for See? therapy. Okay, let's move on. It's true. <laughs> Into the SMB back chair. Just She's trying to protect her rights. <laughs> Did your session go well? You seem you seem very upset. <laughs> I fucking hate this, Doris. All right, talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. That's what therapy is. You just talk. Well, perhaps you should learn my cat's names before I get locked in a trunk again. And she's going to pick up my cat. You got another piece of paper. <laughs> um. <laughs> Val, can you roll me? Because we know this is going to happen. How, oh, no. how many cats are there, Doris? Ten. We've decided. There are ten. <laughs> okay. Are you going to make me I, name them? Oh, I mean, God. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to do that okay, to you. Because that's only a couple of their names. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, can you give us three names of cats we have not heard named before? Okay. Oh, I don't even remember the the cats I've named before. So <laughs> they could have the same name as a cat previously. Um, <laughs> we'll say yeah. okay. One is named Pig. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. 
Um, I love that name for a cat. Uh, one is named oh, boy. Um, <laughs> boy? No, no, no. Is this pig. This is boy. Like, this is different than I expected from Doris. Pig. Um, this one's name is. So terrible for corpsing. Huh, um, this one's name is apostrophe because its tail kind of looks like an apostrophe. The way it's curled around all nice like there. And um, this one's name is Frank. And you get told the rest of them. And then I'm going to say Doris, uh, though you'd written down the names, Val, Doris wants to be sure that you know the names of the cats. So she gets you to repeat them back. And then she switches the order the cats are in to make sure that you actually oh, know the names of the cats. Oh, pointing them out. Yeah. yeah. If you know where I write them down, that won't help. Exactly. So, yeah. so can you roll me, oh, Val? <laughs> We're going to do two tests here. Okay. Can you roll me an intelligence and investigation? I'm so terrified for what Doris, can you roll me a wits and animal ken? Oh, I had nothing in that. That's fine. <laughs> One success. One success. <laughs> okay. You managed to get through some of the animal testing. Doris, you're not 100%, but Val knows it. It feels like she's learning. You know, right. this isn't an immediate right. win, but this has been a very good right. use of some time. Val, could you also roll me a resolve and composure? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Three successes. Three successes. Okay, you manage to, despite the fact that there's a part of you that wants to yell at her that this is not what therapy is because this has become a torture for you. It is. You hold that in. All right. You do a half hour of learning cats' names. Yep. And you are done. (laughs) Therapy session complete. I, I will say that, like, through the entire time, I think Doris is, like, very oblivious, like, like, obliviously happy to the point of, like, if you were at all aware, and I'm not saying you have to be, uh, but like it's like, oh, she is actively avoiding. Like she knows what's you know what's supposed to happen. Like mm-hmm. she knows that Sheriff Fry was like, you need to talk about what happened here yeah. with that, I, that kind of yeah. stuff. That was a good Sheriff Fry. I think. <laughs> um, Can you roll me a manipulation Ooh. and performance? And can both of you roll me? A wit for both of you. Yeah. (laughs) And a wit and streetwise. I got one. One success. Do I get my kindred extra for streetwise? Yes. One success. Ooh, only one success. So many fives. Wow. So that was one all the way around? They don't notice. Oh, shit. All right. Evangeline's caught up in kind of her own business, also doesn't know if this is proper or improper for a therapy session. And Val is really stuck trying to learn these fucking cat names because when you start moving (laughs) the cats around, it's hard. Pig, Frank, Frank, Pig, like he's mixing (laughs) names up, putting them together. She's like, no apostrophe. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And you have a successful, quote unquote, therapy session where no one therapizes anything. Meanwhile, at the hospital, Everett, you arrive, you go in, and you've got Dr. Holloway, who you meet in her office. So it's a private room with just the two of you. Desk covered in, you know, surrounded by shelves covered in paperwork. Dr. Holloway, uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase here. Okay. I need kindred blood. Specific kinds of kindred blood. 
Okay. I'm coming at you as the sheriff about this as well. Uh, not on the friendlier terms that we've met before. Okay. Uh, I need, um, I need a bag of blood from each of the clans. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. And I need it to, uh, not be on the record that I took them. That's a little trickier. Why? This is where I just can't involve you that deep. Can you roll me a manipulation? And I would accept persuasion if you're trying to convince her to help you or intimidation if you're trying to lean on her as the sheriff. I'm not trying to lean on her. Does... um. Voice of New Haven. Yes, that would apply to this for sure as well. Okay. Uh, Manipulation. uh, Persuasion. You get your New Haven die. And New Haven die. Thank you. Hmm. I will also give you your against all odds die because you don't really have a plan after this. Okay. (laughs) Three successes. That is enough. Dr. Holloway will take the things as recorded. She disappears to another room and comes back with a selection of the bags, the kind of high seed looking drink bags of blood that are marked as kindred. And she takes out a Sharpie and quickly writes the clan of each one. She's like, these are from individual vampires in the clans. I don't know which ones. One of the requirements of our system is that vampires are only tracked by number. So that nobody can come in here and try to collect anybody's specific blood. But we track by number so we can make sure that nobody has to carry over or accidentally blood bond anybody or anything. I can cover these as reporting a few more taken by the department than otherwise. If somebody does an audit of your department and the hospital and dives through this, I need about three months to be able to make the numbers totally disappear. But it's going to require an in-depth audit and a very good auditor. Is that okay? That is okay. And uh, thank you for your discretion. That means that if this comes back on you in a bad way and you need an out, you need to give someone information, you can tell them that the sheriff came here and ordered you to do this and you were compelled to do so. Okay. That's very generous of you and I appreciate it. Uh, It was nice not seeing you. Yeah. Same to you. And she escorts you out a back door so you can just fuck off and nobody knows that you were around. Uh, And you go back to the office. And you end up at the station as Val and Evangeline come down from the therapy session up top. And Barty says, wait, wait, wait. If everybody's doing fucking therapy, Sheriff, you still owe some. Therapist Miller, give the sheriff another session. All right. Come to the evidence locker. All right. (laughs) You go into the evidence locker where you discover, Everett, that every piece of the meticulously organized (laughs) shelves housing all the evidence for various cases have been shoved at random along the side walls, and there are two crates in the middle of the room (laughs) as seats. Was this all uh, cataloged? I don't fucking know. (laughs) All right. All right. Boy, it's been uh, been a little while, huh? Uh, How'd it go with the other two? Um... Doris made me memorize fucking cat names, which I don't know, maybe it made her happy. And uh, I Clark talked to me a little, so I guess okay. I appreciate what you're doing here. 
<clears throat> yeah. Um, you have anything you want to talk about? Well, a bit more of this, uh, and you're not going to like it. I'm going to try and frame this in a way that's as palatable as possible, but you're, I need you strong and I need you focused, Val. And I'm thinking you need some therapy too. <laughs> I can't give myself fucking therapy. I know. I've got a couple ideas. I thought of a couple people who might be good for you to talk to, but I know it's not going to be easy for you to talk to anyone. So, I figure I'd give you a chance to come up with someone you'd like to talk to who you think we can trust in the department and we'll bring them in as a therapist. If that doesn't work, I got a couple names rattling around. If that doesn't work, guess what? You're getting a journal. And in order to make sure it's being done, I gotta check the journal. <laughs> yeah, that all sounds fucking great. Great, Sheriff. Fine. All right. Here, initial this <laughs> ratty piece of paper that Val has been carrying around. Yeah. It, why is this wet? Why? <laughs> that says Doris's signature. Did she lick the page? She licked her finger. All right. I didn't fucking ask. You know what? I thought about it on the drive back from the hospital and one session of therapy for hundreds of years of trauma, probably not going to be all that effective. I'm surprised you two didn't kill each other. Little initial. That's what Clark said too. What the fuck? <laughs> and I initial the sheet. That was a particular fucking circumstance, okay? All right, good. It just doesn't seem like you two get on too well. She's fine. It's whatever. She's crazy. What the fuck do you want from me? It's fine. It's whatever. She's crazy. Do you see <laughs> what you're saying and how that's maybe not going to be great for teamwork? Shh. Fucking sheriff, I don't work with other people. I am doing the fucking best job I can, okay? I d you don't seem to be working great with everyone either, so... This whole place is a fucking mess. Oh, I, I can't fucking fix that. I don't disagree. I, uh, and I know you're trying to do the best you can. Everyone's doing the best they can. And, uh, I'm trying all kinds of different stuff here. We are barely keeping this place together. So I'm just grasping at straws here. I know. If this works, great. If it doesn't, we'll try something else. That works for me. All right. So you end your therapy session and go back out to the front lobby where Bart is waiting. Having made a note on my sheet and him making a note on his. Oh yeah, Miller, you owe some fucking therapy too. Who are you going to see as a therapist? Because it turns out if you ain't got somebody fucking appropriate, it's got to be me. Fucking therapist Chiroptera. Val <laughs> 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 is like so overwhelmed. But she's like, it's not angry, overwhelmed. I feel like Val like almost wants to cry. And Val just yeah. like wants, give me a fucking minute to decide this, okay? And she's going to go out into the front. Yeah, hey, Bart, I, I brought this up uh, as the sheriff to a deputy that she's she's due. So she knows, and we're going to start on that. Can it wait a I day? Mean, here's the thing. 
she's not going to make a better decision in a day than she'll make in three minutes. And I think, you know, somebody's going to frenzy and kill somebody. And then you just don't get fucking therapy at all. Sometimes you got this is a workplace violence issue. Bart, the quality of her decision in three minutes or a day is not your call. It's my call on the sheriff. I say we give her a day. Tomorrow night, you get your answer. That's an order? That's an order. Well, fine. Then you do the paperwork. And he'll give you the paperwork and go back to his office. All right. When I look at this paperwork, what am I looking to fill in here? Name of therapist? Yeah, pretty much. You're just, it's, it's I just, just write TBD and I put it in a drawer for me to take out tomorrow night and fill in with a name. Val, you're out front, not mm-hmm. having heard this conversation. Yeah. Where are you at? How are you feeling? What are you thinking? In general, like Val has been stressed out about the will situation. And every time she thinks about it, she thinks... I wish I could figure out a better way to deal with this Will situation. Like, I wish I could figure out how to not just keep him in jail because it fucking is terrible. And every time she thinks about it, she thinks, I should probably talk to someone about that (laughs) and figure it out. And the only thing she can think is, I wish I could talk to Sheriff Cross about it. (laughs) And I don't have anybody else because Evangeline's mad at me. Doris is fucked things up with Will already. I can't ask her. And I can't ask Sheriff Fry for anything else because I owe him like my life (laughs) at this point. So him being like, think about who you want to talk to. She's like, I don't fucking have anybody. (laughs) So she's just upset and just standing out front and it like... It can't, it's too tired to even be mad at this point. Like, it just. I had an instinct. I don't know if you. I, I don't know what that means, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, into, I'm intrigued. No, I just, if if you'll allow me, I think Doris would want to go downstairs and join uh, her, Romeo, it's an awareness. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll find yeah. a way for this to work in world. Yeah. Oh, man, buddy. It's a moment of spot. I think, it, I think it came from her own therapy session. It's not just yeah, yeah, yeah. playing off of this, but... Oh, that's the second thing. Christ. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I that's saw it. <laughs> one, that's technically um, two ones, but... Um, so it's just one success. One success? I'm okay with that. That's It's not a bestial failure, right? Just no, 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 no. Okay, no, the O's made me really wonder. Three successes and then two ones, so. I would just say this is where you go to, like, look out the window. You have a window that you can open the slats on. You take a look out. It's very well lit, and she's right out in front of the building. So it's not like there's a lot to see. Mm-hmm. But you end up spotting Val down, kind of sitting, probably head in hands thinking. Or what is Val's pose out in the wilderness? Yeah, Val's leaning against the wall and just staring up like with her head completely against the wall. Just looks like thousand yards stare. That's what you're seeing out the window. Can I scuttle down the wall? (laughs) Uh, You would have to eat one of the spider things in your hat. But yes. Yeah. Great. You you do so. (laughs) Um, And then she's going to scuttle down the wall and then just kind of... um, She's gonna warn you as she scuttles. Oh, down. I was gonna say because that is she's not prepared oh, no, 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 for no, scuttling no. right yeah, now. No, no, no. She like <laughs> gets halfway down the wall and just says, "Val." She's looking down and around. Up, no, Doris. Up. What, what the fuck are you doing up there? Scuttle, 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 scuttle. And she's gonna stand down next to you. I couldn't help but notice you standing outside alone. I, yeah, there's a there's a word in that. Fucking alone. What do you want, Doris? Do you feel trapped inside your own brain? No. <laughs> Is that the truth or not? The truth? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I feel like 
you're a very frustrated person who keeps a lot of things inside. Say I agree. So what? I had that for a hundred years. And I can guarantee you that it will get you nowhere good. Fucking thanks for the critique, Doris. What do you fucking want? I just wanted to talk to you. I can't memorize any more fucking cats right now, Doris. <laughs> no, 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 you did very well with the cats, but the cats are upstairs. I'm here now. And I couldn't help but notice, Beth, you said that, uh, that you went into the room because of me. Yeah, I saw your fucking face. Looks fucking scared as shit. What? Yes. That. I get it. You're scared of the pyramid, but it just... No, it... no, no. This isn't about me. What? Thank you. It fucked up the whole plan and upset Clark, but I guess you're welcome. But see, that's... That's good, though. We should... It's very hard for me to care about people. And... Well, I, I, I haven't really had anybody to care about for 400 years, but you do. And, it, and the fact that you can have all of those feelings inside you that are very strong and still manage to act. You have so much anger, but you still manage to care about us. I envy that. I feel like sometimes I don't know what that's like anymore. I don't know if it's just a liability or not. Fucking humans are, are supposed to not give a shit about anything. Says who? Says the only ones who survive. Perhaps we're not meant to survive for as long as we do. I ask myself that every day. Fucking maybe. So perhaps, as someone who I believe I lost it a long time ago, perhaps grasping onto that humanity with that rather remarkable strength of yours is a good thing. Someone has to have it. fucking hope so. That's all. Thanks, Doris. And she'll smile at you and then scuttle back up the wall towards her apartment. Great. I mean, sure. Val just muttering to herself down there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, sure, great. Great. Like... <laughs> Doris is like, wow, I, I envy that you have all these intense feelings. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I wish I could just fucking not give a shit. Never. <laughs> Everyone's going to come outside. Okay. Just say, uh, uh, I talked to Barton. You got until tomorrow night. Great. What, what are your fucking ideas, Sheriff? Like I said in our session, I got a couple names 
you can pick someone or a journal. What are your names? I don't fucking have anyone to pick. Well, I can tell you're in a shit mood. And this will just surely brighten your day. But I was thinking, uh, Evangeline's husband, Teddy. I was thinking Sister Kurt, maybe. Those are my big two. I'd rather talk to Teddy. All right. We can sort it out in the evening. Fine. Good night. Good night. You can uh, send Clark out. I'll be in the car. All right. So you all go home to sleep in your various coffins. <laughs> Val, you've got another unlicensed therapist being thrown into the mix. And it feels perhaps hopeful, perhaps dark, perhaps lonely, perhaps sad, perhaps like things have failed. But at the same time, Everett, you're the only one who goes to sleep knowing that you do have a bag of Tremere blood, which means you are one step closer to completing your war with the Pyramid 2.0. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.